LeeTDickey.com. What's going on, everybody? Lee Dickey here. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast and a new episode within the Star Wars miniseries right here on the Beats and Speaks podcast. Today, this week, I am joined by certified YouTube legend John Lester, a.k.a. GameStraty1, a.k.a. Nestalgiaholic. That's N-E-S, Nostalgiaholic. And most importantly, since this is a new episode in the Star Wars miniseries, Star Wars Nuts 77. It was a real pleasure to have John on the show. We talk everything and anything Star Wars from his favorite films in the franchise, how he became a fan of the Lucasfilm giant, what he thinks of the Disney takeover, what is upcoming on each of his YouTube channels, specifically Star Wars Nuts 77. It was a lot of fun to have John on the show. You can follow John Lester, a.k.a. GameStraighty1, at GameStraighty1.com. I will post as many links as I can find to each of his YouTube channels and his social medias down in the description below. So check all that out at GameStraighty1.com. John, thank you once again for coming on the show, coming on the Beats and Speaks podcast to talk all, all things Star Wars and all things the Lucasfilm, now Disney giant and it was a lot of fun and if you ever want to come back and do another episode of course there is always a spot for you here there's always a spot available and you are always welcome but now that you know a bit about my guest john lester aka game straighty one aka nostalgiaholic aka star wars nuts 77 i'm going to tell you where you can find me yours truly lee dickey and the beats and speaks podcast of course the Beats and Speaks podcast releases new episodes every single Friday at midnight Eastern time on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, my official website, LeeTDickey.com, and we're also on YouTube as well under Lee Dickey TV, so subscribe to us there. Please do rate us five stars and comment as well, because that helps us climb in the rankings, which helps us produce new content, which means you guys get new episodes and this show continues. I enjoy thoroughly producing content for the show and giving you guys episodes whether they're solo or interviews i just enjoy doing this show so please do like comment share subscribe and rate us five stars on your favorite podcast app and platform of choice you can also leave reviews on your favorite podcast app and player of choice as well as my official facebook page which is facebook.com slash lee t dickey leave reviews as well on the official Beats and Speaks podcast landing page on my official website, LeeTDickey.com, and I will feature them right here on the Beats and Speaks podcast, as well as right there, front and center, on my official website, LeeTDickey.com. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast, please do email me at LeeTDickey, that's L-E-I-G-H-T-D-I-C-K-E-Y, at gmail.com and we can set something up and go from there so you and I can have a good old-fashioned conversation and you can find yourself and hear yourself on a future episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. Now that all the housekeeping is out of the way, you know where to find my guest, John Lester. You know where to find me, Lee Dickey, and the Beats and Speaks podcast. Let's get into the real main event. Let's get into the real salt and pepper of this episode. My interview with John Lester, a.k.a. GameStraighty1, a.k.a. Nostalgiaholic, and most importantly, because we're talking everything Star Wars, a.k.a. Star Wars Nuts 77, right here on the Beats and Speaks podcast. Guys, 
What's up? This is John, a.k.a. Game Street 81 and Star Wars Not 77. You are listening to the Beats and Speaks podcast with Lee Dickey. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and anyone else within earshot of the sound of my annoying voice, I am joined today, luckily enough, by a YouTube legend. He is Gamestra81, he is Nostalgiaholic, and most importantly, because we're continuing the Star Wars miniseries right here on the Beats and Speaks podcast, and of course I am your host, Lee Dickey, but most importantly, my guest is Gamestra81, Nostalgiaholic, but because this is a continuation of the Star Wars miniseries, he is Star Wars Not 77 YouTube legend. I give to you folks John Lester. John, hey, how are up, you? Lee? Thank you so much for having me, man. I appreciate the kind words. I wouldn't quite call myself a legend, but I, I do appreciate you having me, man, for sure. Thank you. I'm well, doing good. Well, I appreciate the fact that you wanted to do the show, and uh, I've wanted to have you on the show for a while. I, I would consider you a legend. I mean, I remember... Back in the day, not that I'm trying to age you at all, but um, <laughs> it, yeah, I think you were one of the first channels, your, or at least your GameStreet 81 channel was one of the first channels I came across when YouTube was still sort of in diapers, if you will. Right, yeah. I've been doing YouTube since, I think, 90... I created my Star Wars channel back in 98, so uh, gosh, man, 11 years while ago, right? I mean... Um, it's been, been some time, so it's, so that it's been, been quite a journey. Yeah, that would have been like 2008 or something like that, right? Yeah, well, no, I, I, okay, I stand corrected. No, it wasn't that long ago. It was, uh, after look, it was a couple of years before. It was about 12 years ago, so whatever that is, yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, it's, been, it's, been, it's, been, it's been some time. It's been a journey. So, yeah, I mean, you've been on YouTube for a while, and you're a big Star Wars fan, yeah. and since we're here to talk Star Wars, why don't you basically tell my audience a bit about you and where your fandom of Star Wars kind of began. Well, I have two older brothers. Uh, I am 38. Uh, so I have two older brothers and they, I got kind of hand-me-down to a lot of their Star Wars figures growing up, right? We'd play Star Wars figures. And I remember my, uh, I was never fortunate enough to see the original movie in the theaters. However, I do remember seeing uh, when they came out in 90, I think it was 97 when they were released in theaters, they came out. But I remember when my mom came home one year, and I forget what year it was, but she brought home the VHS tapes of Star Wars from, like, Costco back in the day, right? So uh, she brought those home, and I remember just falling in love with it uh, and just being blown away at uh, just the, the special effects. And this is pre-special edition, <laughs> right? Mm. So just being blown away at the story and just relating with the characters and and then, of course, the, the toys and the memorabilia that came along with it. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of how I got into Star Wars. Is, is there a moment in the films that really stuck out to you? Like, do you have a favorite film in like within any of it's, the franchise? It's changed over the years. I, I'd say growing up, my favorite film was Return of the Jedi, uh, just because I like the, the story story dynamic with, with Darth Vader turning turning good again. Uh, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it. I'm sure most of you have seen it. Uh, but yeah, so so Darth Vader, uh, that's a really cool story dynamic. I definitely like Return of the Jedi. But now I'd say Empire Strikes Back is my favorite. You know, of course, uh, the prequels, and there's mixed reviews on, on the prequels, of course, and a lot of people, you talk to a lot of Star Wars fans my age anyway, they don't really like Episode One or anything like that. I don't mind Episode One to be honest. Uh, it's not terrible. Uh, not fantastic either. It, I mean, Darth Maul is one of my favorite characters. Uh, I like Qui-Gon, and obviously Jar Jar is kind of annoying. But uh, you know, looking back at that film when it came out, uh, I remember I have fond memories of going, waiting in line. I uh, was working at Taco Bell. Back in the day when this when that movie came out, so remember. So they were running a whole the, bunch of promotions for it. I oh yeah, they were doing the, the promotion, right? The toys and the 
you know, the cups and the toppers and all that. And I still have quite a few of the, uh, the, like the force coins, or whatever they call them, you know, uh, memorabilia stuff. I have a huge banner that I, they were going to throw away. I just snagged, uh, that was like a big star Wars, uh, promotional banner for Taco Bell. I still have that. So, uh, but you know, I, I'd say my least favorite would probably be episode two, uh, you know, attack of the clones. Mm. Um, there's parts of it that are okay. Like, uh, the Yoda fight scene's okay, but the, the love story kind of lost me a little bit on all that. I don't mind the new ones, uh, the, you know, episode eight and nine, and a lot of people were kind of up in arms about, I'm sorry, seven, eight, uh, nine's obviously not out yet. Uh, I don't mind. A lot of people didn't like eight very much. I don't know if, if Lee, have you seen episode eight? I, um, I have barely seen any of the, of the films. I mean, I have, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm a, like when it comes to going to see them in the theaters, I might actually break the streak and go see the rise of Skywalker when it comes out. I don't, right. I don't know, but, um, yeah. I was never is never a big fan. I was a bigger Star Trek fan than I am a Star Wars fan. Yeah. I am a, I'm a big Star Trekkie as well. I'm a Trekkie. <laughs> I like, I've seen every episode of Star Trek, to be honest. I'm super excited for Picard when that comes out. Yeah. Uh, next month. I'm super stoked for that. But I know this is a Star Wars, uh, Star Wars episode, so we'll, we'll stick to Star Wars. Um, but no, I, I, I'm a big fan of uh, the new ones as well. I didn't mind eight as much, and a lot of people were kind of up in arms about it and the story. And the way I look at it is, nothing's going to be good as to me as the original movies. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people go into watching the new star Wars movies, thinking it's going to be the next Empire Strikes back. And, and, and unfortunately you can't live up to that expectation. So I kind of go into the movies like, Hey, it's going to be entertaining, uh, which I feel like they are. So, uh, yeah. I mean, well now that like with the advent of Disney plus, I mean, I will, yeah. I will probably, uh, and since they have no excuse, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I have no excuse. I'll go, I'll go back yeah. and watch them, you know? I mean, I can tell you, I, I, can, I can tell you a quick story. I think it was sure. either um, episode one or Attack of the Clones, but mm-hmm. I think I was I, like I was ten when um, episode one came out, and then thirteen right. I think when episode two came out. Um, but my I remember my sister had come up to visit. I like I live in Toronto, Canada, so okay. my okay. my sister had come up to visit my dad and my mom and I. So, and she's a big Star Trek, or sorry, Star Wars fan. Like, she's into that sure, whole thing. Sure. And I I'm uh-huh. just was never into it. And I'm still, now that I'm like 30, I can, like, I'm gaining an appreciation, but I'm not, I don't, like, I wouldn't run to the theater. But mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. you know, The Rise of Skywalker, I might break that streak. She had come up, and she wanted to see whatever the Star Wars film that came out at the time was. And I didn't. So... My mom and I had gone to see whatever movie we saw, and my dad and my sister went to see whatever Star Wars film that, that was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the movie that my mom and I were in, and I'm going to out this kind of podcast like somewhere between 17 and 20 years later, so hopefully he doesn't find out who I am and knock on my door. But <laughs> but our, like the movie that my mom and I were, uh, were in, ran short like it finished early it, it, sure. it was a shorter film because star wars they tend to run yeah like, like yeah two hours plus yeah. two and a right. half three hours or a year sure. um <laughs> so our movie had finished and we get out of the auditorium that we're in and we can't find my uh my sister and my dad so my mom and i we go up to this attendant in the theater and we say look i'm looking for you know my mom was i'm looking for my husband and you know his daughter, it, but we can't find them. So the attendant goes, well, I'm not supposed to do this, but if you don't tell anybody, 
you know, you can go ahead and go in there. And I think I caught like the last 30 to 45 minutes of Star Wars or whatever film that was. Okay. Okay. And I, like, I remember my, because uh, I think my mom had spotted them, like my dad and sister. Sure. Uh, and then I think my sister looked over and she wasn't happy. And it's like, oh, well, here we go. Like, we need a free, you know, the last like 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes of the movie. And I, I'm sure that they, they just wanted to enjoy that by themselves. But it was like, you know, I'm a kid at that point. What do I do? Like mom says, go here. I'm like, yeah, OK, we'll go. Like I at that point, I'm just like, I don't care. We'll just do it. Right. But even then, like, for the last 30 to 45 minutes, I don't remember much of the film, but I do remember, like, the fact that it was, like, a free, basically, 30 to 45-minute viewing. I what year was it? Do you know it, what it, year? It was, I think it was, it was either 99 or 2002. So it was either Attack of the Clones or you know, The Phantom Menace. I can't remember which one. Right, okay. But it was, okay. One, of, it was one of those two. I just remember, you know, my sister looking over and not being happy. My mom was just like, well, okay, let's just find empty seats. We know where they are. I'm like, yeah, all right, let's just, fine. If I'm going to enjoy a movie for, like, a free 30 to 45-minute viewing of whatever Star Wars film this is, I'm just going to soak it in as much as I can. And, I, you know, I think I um, that that, uh, that story got back to my dad's brothers, and one of them bought, I think it was episode one, more than likely, but um, he had bought episode one on VHS back when it came out, and I think it was one of the special editions, and he mailed it. It was like a Christmas present, and to be honest with you, it took me forever to open it. I just, I, I, I don't know what it was. I was just never into like Star Wars in itself, but I remember it took me forever to open like the VHS box of episode one. Like it was in a shrink wrap for years. I'm not kidding. That's funny. Yeah, you should definitely see it. I mean, it's not, it's not terrible. Uh, you know, the prequels to me aren't as good as the original movies, but I mean, you gotta have to take them at their own uh, as their own storyboard. You know, yeah, you kind of take them with their own grain of salt these days, right? Right. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, you know, we know where Star Wars and the fandom started for you. What do you think of the Disney takeover? What's up? What? Do you, how do you feel about the Disney takeover? Uh, mix. Mixed reviews. I mean, I think, uh, you know, they've, I know that for a while they're going to pop out a movie every year, right? They've done that for the past six years, but they're going to slow down with the movies. Uh, it sounds like after episode nine, yeah. at least for a couple of years. Um, Which I think, I think they really doing, should think, do. What's that? I think they really should do that because they're pumping out like every yeah. nine months. Well, it's the same thing with uh, the Marvel movies. They're kind of getting overkill with the Marvel movies too, you know? So like every every six months you get a new Marvel movie practically. Yeah. But I think what they're starting to do is transition more to the Disney Plus and the television, which I've been enjoying the Mandalorian actually quite a bit. I think it's really well done. I, I highly recommend you watch that. Check it out. Um, and there's six episodes right now. I, but, you know, uh, I, overall, I really I think, want to. Yeah. I think if anyone were to take over Disney, I think Disney's, or I'm sorry, anyone were to take over or LucasArts and, or Lucasfilm mm. and Star Wars franchise, I think Disney's the one to do it. So I think they're doing an okay job with it. I really actually liked Solo, which I know got didn't do so hot in the theaters, but I actually really enjoyed that. And Rogue One is actually my favorite of the new movies. Rogue One's my, my most favorite of them all. Cool. Um, so, I mean, granted, like, I know for me personally, if Disney came to me and said, we're going to give you like four and a half billion dollars to basically go away, I'd be like, yeah, sure. It's, it, that's your baby now. I've, I've done what I can. Right. I mean, uh, right. Granted, like, I, I could say that George Lucas is somewhat of a genius because I mean, I can't remember whether it was a TV special or a documentary that I saw on Star Wars. I mean, granted, if you're going to give me anything on Star Wars because I'm a big documentary guy, I will I'll watch a documentary on Star Wars, no problem, because I'm just a big 
fan of documentaries and I love like behind the scenes little tidbits and like how this came to be and what happened here. Sure. But I like I remember seeing something where George Lucas and I suppose this is where his genius comes in is where I think he said that his direct he knocked his director fee down to like $150,000 but he negotiated like where he would keep all the merchandising rights. Right. I, I just thought that that was fantastic because I mean, like, think about it. Star Wars has its hand in everything now, right? Like, you can't yeah, turn right. you can't turn around without seeing anything Star Wars. And right. I, I I just thought that that was genius. Granted, like, some people maybe not, but you can't knock what the guy did with like what he created and basically what he's done with it for forty some odd years. Right. Is there like? Do you have a a character that really sticks out to you within the franchise? That's a good question. Uh, there's a lot of characters I, I actually enjoy. I like Yoda a lot. I like Boba Fett. Um, I'm really actually connecting with this uh, Nando character in Mandalorian quite a bit, this new show. I think he's a really cool character. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's hard to like kind of pin my, pinpoint one particular character I like because it kind of depends on the movie, to be honest with you. So I, I really like Yoda and uh you know the original movies but he's kind of he's not as i don't like him as much in the prequels for example so it's kind of depends on on the film to be quite honest i mean fair point it just i yeah. suppose it, it depends who's in the director or like production right. chair right right and it, it just depends i guess on what the uh conglomerate whoever it happens to be whether it's lucasfilm or uh disney sure. now what they want to do with it yeah i mean I, I know that a lot of people i mean you can rag on the prequels all you want but I, I know that a lot of, uh, or uh, sorry, a lot of the um, the new films, all you want. But I know a lot of people are happy to see like J.J. Abrams in the in the, involved with the franchise now and yeah. what he's doing. So yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he brought back the Star Trek, uh, you know, did the movies and did a pretty good job with the new Star Trek film. So, um, you know, he's he's a lucky guy to have hands in both. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and well, I'll admit this too, but. Like, I haven't seen any of the new Star Trek films either, so, I'm, like, I've got a lot of catching up to do anyway. Yeah, you do. I just, yeah, I'm I'm more of a, like, I just, you know what it is? I think, well, I mean, I, I know that we're going to get off topic a little bit, but with Star Trek, like, what do you call it? Uh, the Next Generation is my favorite incarnation sure. of the franchise. Like, I loved mm-hmm. the the Next Generation. Um, I get, Maybe it's because my parents loved it. I don't know. Like, I know my dad was a huge Trekkie, and that's where I get it from. So, I get, but Picard's the guy for me. I, I know that a lot of people will say Shatner, and some might even say like, you know, Scott Bakula or any of the uh, any of the other captains. But I, I'd say that Picard's my guy. What would a typical day for you be like? In terms, like, say you're gonna put a video up on like your Star Wars Not Seventy Seven channel, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would a, a typical day be like in you with you in terms of like producing content? for that channel at all yeah that's a good question it kind of depends uh you know first thing is to kind of figure out what i'm going to talk about so whether it's you know talk about a new item i picked up that's star wars related or maybe a star wars subject like my thoughts on on the latest trailer or on the latest movie etc um you know first I have to come up with a topic and i don't really i don't write any scripts in my any of my episodes if i could tell that <laughs> i just you know sit in front of the camera and just talk so i don't spend too much time into uh, editing, I edit a little bit, but I don't spend too much time. So it doesn't take me too much time. I, I have a full-time job and, and other family and other things, obligations too. So I don't have time to 
sit behind a computer and edit a bunch. I just, you know, sit in front of a talk, uh, camera and talk. Yeah, well, I mean, basically, I, I'm the same way because I, I work in um, radio, television, and media when I'm not sure. doing this show. And I don't know whether it's the background that I have, but, like, I'm very much, if you're going to give me a script, I'm basically going to throw it out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just give me bullet points and I'll hit those. You know, mm-hmm. and even with it, this show, it's like, okay, I know what I want to say. I know who my guest is. I've done my homework a little bit. Let's just get to talking and let's just have a good old-fashioned conversation right. and a good time. You know, um, but is there an episode of yours, say, on your Star Wars, not 77 channel, that sticks out to you? Uh, I don't know the answer to that, to be honest with you. You have to go look and see. Um, nothing really comes to mind, to be honest. Do you have anything that's... Uh, do, you, do you have anything that that's coming up on that channel I, that you're working on I've now? Re- I really, really enjoyed my times at Star Wars Celebration, which is a convention that, you know, they hold every other year. And I think those videos are a lot of fun to do, to walk around the convention's floor and, you know, filming the, the cool footage and the panels. I mean, those have been a lot of fun. Uh, as far as future videos go, I'm going to definitely be talking about my thoughts on Episode Nine. I've gotten some really cool uh, figures for the holidays I'm going to talk about uh, as well for Star Wars. But, uh, yeah, mainly, the, the, I guess the most the next one will be uh, about next week, about the Episode Nine coming out. Are you planning on going to uh, going to see it opening day or no? I am, yeah. I'll be actually going to see it on Thursday. i got tickets already, yep. Oh, so you're, are you, you're going to the midnight showing then? Yeah, it's weird. They actually play it uh, much earlier. It's like in the afternoon, evening. I don't know how they get away with it, but maybe since it's playing on the East Coast, they kind of release it earlier on the West Coast. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like a seven o'clock showing on, on Thursday night. So you're a brave. I tell you, you're a brave, brave man. Because like, I, I, uh, I made this vow years ago that I'd never go see a, a movie, even if I really wanted to see it. I'd never see it opening day. Hmm. Just because, like, I'm. Well, it, it makes things easier now that they have seat assignments. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Do. Uh, before it was like you had to fight for your own seat, but now they have seat assignments. It's actually I've seen every Star Wars movie uh, other than the original movies uh, opening night, even Episode uh, One. I see with anybody that does that, I, I'd still be like, I, they're brave. You, <laughs> you, you clearly have more bravery than I do. But I, I just because I think a buddy and I, um, and since we're talking Disney and they own Marvel, like a buddy and I went to see. Captain Marvel opening day. Okay. And I said, there's no way I'm going after five o'clock in the afternoon. Right. There's just no way that I'm going after five o'clock. So like we have to either get like an 11 a.m. show or like one of the early afternoons. But because I know mm-hmm. that after five o'clock, it's going to be a zoo. A zoo, right. Right. And like, he, well, obviously he knows because we've been friends like, I don't know, 16 years or whatever. Sure. But, he, and he knows how I am, so it's just like, yeah, yeah, no problem. We'll just we'll catch an afternoon show, which and it, it was great still. But I just again, like anybody that goes to anything on opening day, I'm like, yeah, right. They they like crowds. I don't. You guys are you guys are brave, and you are a rare, <laughs> a rare, rare bunch. Thank you. But um, you mentioned earlier that you sort of, you grew up sort of with the uh, Star Wars figures because mm-hmm. you're two older brothers. Where did you grow up, actually? I grew up in, like, the Seattle area, in Washington. And I've lived there for, for a while, through pretty much through high school. Junior year, I moved down to Phoenix, where I live now. So. And then, I mean, well, that's one hell of a move, though, right? Because I know that it, it rains a lot. Yeah. In, in the, it's it's somewhat rainy and cold in uh, Washington. Yeah, it is and... different climates, different climate for sure. I mean, Seattle gets, it's overcast more than anything else. It obviously gets rain 
uh, but it's like it's more trinkle like it just doesn't like downpour yeah so there's like chicago miami there's a lot of other cities that get more inches of rainfall a year than seattle does uh, it's just more uh, overcast which is i think the biggest thing fair but you're in phoenix now and i tell you what if you get a spare room at any point like i'm up in canada it's cold, like 10 months <laughs> right. out of the year so i'd come down yeah. no problem <laughs> but yeah, uh, this like, time of year it's like the 60s it's pretty nice but like you mentioned the, the figures uh, earlier mm-hmm. did you ever you know have it did you ever get a chance to have any of the Kenner figures? Because I know they had the license to the toy line back Yeah, that's, that's the one I grew up on. It was like the original, what they call now, uh, vintage line of Star Wars figures, uh, was the original Star Wars figures. So I have all but a few, uh, and I'm missing like maybe one or two figures to have a whole complete set of the original line of Kenner. I'm missing a few. Like in 85, they released like a uh, some figures based on two cartoons during the time. It was uh, Joys and Ewoks. And those figures now are worth a lot. Like even loose, like a loose figure will go for hundreds of dollars. So I'm missing a few of those figures, but yeah, all the other figures I own, um, some of them are still in, I have them on card back still. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are, are loose. I actually would play with as a kid. Would you, I mean, you mentioned that like some of the figures that you're missing, they go for hundreds of, if not thousands of dollars. <laughs> would you ever drop that kind of money on, a figure just to have it no it's the same thing with games right video games same kind of thing no the answer is no uh you know i don't first off i don't super deep pockets to spend that much money on figures uh but uh, i might trade for some things and whatnot buy some extras and spares but i don't like to spend a ton of money on, on old school uh toys so how do you feel about the the star wars the star wars video games because i know for me like i again I, i've tried for yeah. 30 years to get into Star Wars and thankfully through this miniseries I'm, I'm getting a bit of yeah. I'm, I'm getting, I, getting an appreciation but like I haven't played yeah I haven't played the latest one to be honest but I have uh, you know I, I have a handful of them growing up playing X-Wing series is great for the PC uh, Super Star Wars series trilogy for the Super Nintendo is great really highly recommend that Battlefront is really good as well that series is really fantastic um, um, there's a lot of good uh star wars games just like there's a lot of bad star wars games like star wars chess and star wars uh there's like a star wars fighting game that's kind of like tekken for the ps1 i can't think of the name of it mm. battle of Toshi or whatever it was called but that's not very good either so there's you get all these different genres of star wars games but for the most part they're they're good see everybody everybody says that and like you know that's your thing and good for you because i remember trying to get into it like i had a i had a 60 a nintendo 64 growing up and yeah. Um, I, I think it was Battlefield that was on the 64. Well, there was uh, several. I mean, Shadow, Shadow of the Empire is really good. Uh, the Rogue One or Rogue Squadron. There's two. There's Rogue Squadron 1, which came out for the N64. There's uh, Star Wars Racer, which is uh, based on Episode 1. I think those are the three uh, Star Wars games that came out for the system. It, well, I I think it was Shadow of, Shadows of the Empire that my yeah. my dad had picked up for me. And there's Battle for Naboo, I think, was another one. Yeah, there's four. Yeah, Shadow of the Empire is actually really good. It hasn't aged very well controls-wise because just because of the controller. Yeah. There's only one analog stick, so a lot of first-person games or third-person games haven't really aged very well control-wise, but it's a really fun game. Well, I, I remember him telling me the day that he brought it home that... He's like, you're probably not going to like it. I said, well, why would you say that? He's because you've never been a big fan of Star Wars. And you know what? He was absolutely right. <laughs> he was, That's funny. <laughs> and, you know, kudos to him. I mean, if he were still around, he'd be 70 now. But, like, wow. it's 
he's just like, you're not going to like it because you're more of a Star Trek guy. And he was absolutely bang on the money. Like, but <laughs> what did, what did, uh, which ones did you really enjoy in terms of like the games? Like, you mentioned the ones on the Super Nintendo. You mentioned yeah, Dark Forces for the PC, which is a first-person one, uh, really good. Um, there's uh, you know, Shadow of the Empire is up there. X Wing series is up there. The Super Star Wars trilogy for the Super Nintendo is really good. Um, I like Battlefront. Uh, I like uh, Knights of the Old Republic for the X- Xbox, the original Xbox. Both one and two are really good. Um, yeah, there's there's so many uh, good Star Wars games out there. And, well, I mean, with anything like the Star Wars franchise that has licenses in sort of every market, like, they can, I mean, it's it's a license to print money these days, anyway. They'll, they'll, put, right. they'll put a Star Wars on a dog toy and, like, people will lap it up, you know. You know, you mentioned that you had kids and a family and all. Are you, I'm assuming that you're getting your kids into Star Wars as much as you are? I am. I've tried to get them to watch the movies. They don't have their six, so they don't have the attention span to sit through much any movies much in general. Uh, if it's not like a cartoon or <laughs> something, you know. Um, but so I, I you know, I, one of my sons actually he's really liking the Mandalorian. He's really enjoying that because of Baby Yoda. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I tried to get him into the movies. I haven't quite showed him all the movies yet. I want to get them old enough to really enjoy it. I don't want to force it upon them if that makes sense. Okay, so you just yeah, like baby steps, if you will. Yep. Yeah, exactly. They like the cartoons and stuff like that. They'll, they'll enjoy the Clone Wars and yeah, you know, and things like that. But uh, as far as movies, I'm I'm kind of waiting till it's the right right moment where they can appreciate it. Appreciate it. Did, did you enjoy the Clone Wars at all? I do. I, I like the series. Uh, there's also Rebels and you know there's other uh, series as well. They're they're okay. Yeah, I mean they're not uh, not my favorite series certainly, but uh, yeah, they're they're enjoyable. Here's a, a loaded question. I don't know. It might be loaded to you because it has been to some of my guests that are on this that have been on this show before but do you think yoda is the greatest teacher uh i think as far as we know yes i say that because there might be someone out there that's maybe better but i don't know i mean as far as i know as far as when it comes to jedi teachings i do think yoda is the definitely the one you would go to for sure and that's a fair point and uh, as we um, as we wrap up here if you could spend a day say with anybody any actor anyone in production just to shadow somebody for a day on set who would it be oh wow uh just in general yeah it could be anybody man that's uh that's a great great i'd love to shout out harrison ford that'd be a lot of fun uh, i think he's just an amazing actor and the movies has been in has been amazing um wow uh yeah i would probably say harrison ford comes to mind for sure i'm sure there's others i just can't think of right now but yeah, it'd be fun. It would be fun to shadow any like, uh, you know, A plus actor <laughs> in general, right? I mean, uh, you know, I think uh, definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, you mentioned Harrison Ford. Like, for <clears throat> me, because I saw what was it? I saw um, Air Force One probably a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago for the first time in years. Yeah, it's a good but, movie. Like, just to be like a fly on the wall. I know, right? During that production, <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, that would have been perfect for me. But yeah, I mean that series, the Indiana Jones series, the Star Wars series. I mean, he's been American Graffiti. He's done a lot. Yeah, like he's been uh, there everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere, yeah. Um, he's built quite the quite the career for himself. But um, yeah, yeah, for sure. John, I appreciate the fact that you wanted to come on the show, and it was a pleasure to talk yeah. talk Star Wars with you. So thank you for this. Thank um, you, Lee. Yeah, it's been a fun man. Thank you so much for including me. Appreciate very, the invite. Very. Uh, and briefly before I let you go, uh, where can people find you if you're on social media 
for sure. So you mentioned a couple of them before. Uh, for Star Wars related, I have a YouTube channel called Star Wars Net 77, reference to the year that the original Star Wars movie came out, uh, 1977. Uh, and that's a YouTube channel. I'm on Twitter and Facebook on there. Uh, if you're into video games, we talked some about that today. Uh, Game Straighty One, also on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I have, uh, I'm part owner of a gaming company, indie game company called Plutter Vision Games. So, uh, we create new games for classic consoles as well as we have a new City Hunter and the Curse of the Mayan, which is out for both Switch and Steam currently. That's called Plutter Vision Games. So you can find me on there. And lastly, I have, uh, I run a, a gaming event here in the Phoenix area called Game on Expo. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, and that's just kind of like Comic Con for gamers is the best way to explain it. So it's kind of our, an opportunity once a year to get people together and celebrate gaming for this, uh, tabletop to arcade to esports to retro gaming all the above and you guys are growing constantly year after year after year so yeah. if you're in the phoenix so, area check these guys out yeah they appreciate that thank you yeah so it's we're growing we just celebrated our fifth year this this year 2020 will be year six uh we grew 40 percent last year and we've been growing double digits uh, every year since it started so very, very blessed and fortunate it's a ton of work a lot of money uh, and on top of that, I have my day job and family and all that good stuff too. So, uh, right now it's, it's a hobby still, it's just for fun, but uh, it's definitely awesome to see it grow. You're a busy, busy, popular, popular man. How you found, find the time to do all of it. I don't know. You, you've probably mastered the art of cloning yourself. <laughs> yeah. The clone wars. There you go. <laughs> but I appreciate the fact that uh, you yeah. wanted to come on the show and talk Star Wars. It was a real pleasure to have yeah. you on. And anytime that you want to come back and uh, just shoot the breeze, my inbox is always on, my door is always open, and there is always going sure, to be brother. a spot Thank you. for you here. Thank and you. I should mention before we let you go, John is yeah. a former co-host of the All Gen Gamers podcast, which is mm -hmm. basically where I found all you guys, like yourself. Oh, that's awesome. Jason yeah. Heine, uh, Jason Lindsay, a.k.a. Metal Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, Johnny Millennium and uh, mm -hmm. Pete Dorr, yeah. Pete Dorr, Ben Rowland. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to check out his former podcast, The All Gen Gamers, go to allgengamers.com as well and any of his former co-hosts. I will post those links in the description and you can follow John there as well. But John, thank you once again for doing the show and wanting to come on. It was a real pleasure. And of course, there is always a spot for you here if you ever want to come back. Oh, thanks, brother. I appreciate that, man. It means a lot. So uh, it was fun. Thank you for, for including me. Uh, happy holidays. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas uh, to everyone. And uh, thank you very much. Same to you. And if you ever want to come up here, I'm sure that we can pull up the cot. And I'll have I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. room for you, brother. And if you've got a It'll spare room in Phoenix in February, you know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, Lee. Have a great weekend, man. Thank you so much. You too, brother. Take Thank care. you very much. Well, there it is. There you have it. There you go. My interview with John Lester, a.k.a. GameStraight81, a.k.a. Nostalgiaholic, and most importantly, because this is a continuation, or this was a continuation, of the Star Wars miniseries right here on the Beats and Speaks podcast, Star Wars Nut 77. John, thank you once again for coming on the Beats and Speaks podcast. It was a real pleasure getting to talk to you about all things Star Wars, from how excited you are for The Rise of Skywalker, your, where your fandom started, what you think of the Disney takeover, and everything and anything in between. To find out everything there is to know about my guest, John Lester, Gamester81, a.k.a. Nostalgiaholic, and Star Wars Nut 77, visit his official website at Gamester81.com. Com. Those links are in the description. Follow him on social media. I will post as many links as I can find. 
in the description below. Now that wraps up another episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. Thank you all for listening. Please comment, like, share, and subscribe. Find me, yours truly, Lee Dickey, at my official website, LeeTDickey.com. Follow me on social media, at LeeTDickey. Find us on YouTube as well, under Lee Dickey TV. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast, please do email me at LeeTDickey, that's L-E-I-G-H-T-D-I-C-K-E-Y, at gmail.com, and we can set something up so you and I can have a good old-fashioned conversation and you can find yourself and hear yourself right here on a future episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. This wraps up another episode. Thank you all for listening. Again, please comment, like, share, and subscribe. Like and leave us reviews on your favorite podcast app and player of choice, as well as rate us five stars because that helps us climb in the rankings. But until next week, until next Friday at midnight Eastern time, this is your host, Lee Dickey. This has been another episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast, and we will see you all and talk to you all next time. Peace. LeeTDickey.com